This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time A reading from the Book of Wisdom Before the Lord, the whole universe is as a grain from a balance, or a drop of morning dew come down upon the earth. But you have mercy on all, because you can do all things, and you overlook people's sins, that they may repent. For you love all things that are, and loathe nothing that you have made. For what you hated, you would not have fashioned. And how could a thing remain unless you willed it, or be preserved had it not been called forth by you? But you spare all things because they are yours, O Lord, and lover of souls. For your imperishable spirit is in all things. Therefore, you rebuke offenders little by little, warn them and remind them of the sins they are committing, that they may abandon their wickedness and believe in you, O Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. I will extol you, O my God and King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day will I bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. The Lord is faithful in all his words and holy in all his works. The Lord lifts up all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, we always pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling and powerfully bring to fulfillment every good purpose and every effort of faith, that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him, in accord with the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. We ask you, brothers and sisters, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our assembling with him, not to be shaken out of your minds suddenly or to be alarmed either by a spirit or by an oral statement or by a letter allegedly from us to the effect that the day of the Lord is at hand. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. 
Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and attended to pass through the town. Now a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking Jesus to see who he was, but could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay in your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Word of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we are closing out the end of October and looking forward to a fabulous feast day. Kevin, All Saints Day, you have something on that, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'll even just back up a day because uh, the 31st of October is All Hallows' Eve. Right. Or we, of course, in in society know today uh, about Halloween. Don't want to forget about all those little trick-or-treaters. That's right. That's right. (laughs) And and some people choose to enjoy Halloween. Some some people don't. I guess if if you do, uh, I would certainly encourage you to... In much ways, we Christianize certain things. You know, Christianize Halloween. Put saint cards on candy or have your kids dress up in saint costumes. My boys, when they were growing up, loved to find the martyrs. Of course. <laughs> right. And we said, okay, you can be saints. Because they have the axes and the swords. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. But definitely go ahead. And uh, if you do enjoy Halloween, please go ahead and make sure that that is All Hallows' Eve to what you mentioned, which is November 1st, which is saint, uh, Saints' Day. And, and really, the solemnity is instituted to honor all saints, known and unknown, and according to Urban IV, to supply any deficiencies in the faithful celebration of saints' feast during the year. So it's a beautiful, it's a, a day of obligation or a day of opportunity. Um, and um, this sort of started, remember, where they would have martyrs, and they would try and remember or have the feast days of the martyrs. Um, but frequently, sometimes groups of martyrs suffered on the same day, and eventually the number of martyrs became so great that a separate day could not be assigned to each. But the church did feel that every martyr should be venerated and therefore appointed a common day. So this actually, All Saints Day, was first mentioned about the 4th century A.D., and pretty much by the 8th century, it was a worldwide commemoration. Wonderful. Yeah. And please remember, on on November 2nd is All Souls Day. Uh, The theological basis for this feast is the doctrine that the souls— which depending when departing from the body are not perfectly cleansed from venial sins or have not fully atoned for past transgressions and they're debarred from the beatific vision and that the faith on earth can help them by prayers, almsgiving, and especially uh, by the sacrifice of the mass. So and we then have we that. have friends in heaven. Amen. That's right. right. And let's not talk more about friends. Fr- more friends in heaven. Talk about yeah. friends in heaven. Uh, November 4th <laughs> is the feast day of Charles Borromeo. Uh, he was an important figure during the Counter-Reformation in the 16th and 17th centuries. Uh, his uncle was Pope Pius IV, and he was known for his inspired writings. So please, you can always turn to him and ask for intercession and look up some of his writings. He's my patron saint. Ah, Char- Charles Car- Carla? Carla from, from St. Oh, Charles. Very yeah. nice. There you go. So yeah. November 4th, remember yes. that. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and dig into the Book of Wisdom today. Yeah. So we hear the words, 
How could a thing remain unless you willed it? And then it goes on to describe how in God's greatness, there is also great mercy. And the reading continues affirming how it is the will of God for the sinner to have a change of heart and return to him. But notice how it is that God is not the one who changes, but rather expresses his deepest desire for us to change, to leave behind our wicked lifestyles, to repent and to return to him. And this is not what we're hearing from the powerful voices in the world today. Rather, we're hearing that Christians should abandon their convictions to live in the law of God and that they should embrace sin. And sadly, many do because it's easier to go along to get along rather than to live a lifestyle that conflicts with what is popular in today's sin-sick society. Yeah, that's true. And, And I think that this reading does such a good job with the first part focusing on God's greatness and then secondly, his tender love and mercy towards us. And that's that's really what the, once we recognize his greatness and his love for us, that's where we can now embrace a beautiful, uh, holy life and that path to sainthood rather than like what you're saying, that the draw of people or society is constantly towards a sinful sinful lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I think that this, and this, I'm going to pull a few things out of the catechism because if we look at that line and recognizing God's greatness and how the whole universe is as a grain of sand before a balance, I mean, that's, that's hard to even just fathom. But, you know, we believe as Catholics that God created the world according to his wisdom. And we believe that God needs no pre-existing thing or anything or any help in order to create. Uh, in fact, St. Theophilus said this, If God had drawn the world from pre-existent matter, what would be so extraordinary in that? A human artisan makes from a given material whatever he wants. Well, God shows his power by starting from nothing to make all he wants. And that also means then that God's infinitely greater than all his works. And so that beautifully, I think, sums up God's greatness. But then with the implication of Faith in one God, he shows his tenderness. and But this means we need to live a certain way. Again, contrary to what the world will tell us. It means that we need to know and, and study and come to love God's greatness and majesty. And once we recognize that, then that helps foster a life of thanksgiving for us. We've talked this past month about gratitude and the importance of faith and trust. This then goes ahead and then helps us live in thanksgiving. It means knowing the unity and true dignity of all men. Again, we talked last week a little bit about the young and the the elderly who are often most vulnerable. And it also means that we need to make good use of created things. So God gives us these beautiful gifts and these blessings, these material and physical blessings. We need to ultimately use them for his glory and how important that is. Yeah. And then trust God in every circumstance, even in adversity. And living like that, means that we can go ahead and embrace a a beautiful, I guess, sacramental life. And remember that God does not want to be absent from our life. We choose, Mike, like like you were saying earlier, we choose to sin. We choose to be absent from him. Much like cold is the absence of heat. Much like dark is the absence of light. Evil is the absence of God. And Mm -hmm. how, when we recognize his greatness and his mercy and tenderness towards us, that's when we turn to him and really embrace his true faith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one way I think to live this type of lifestyle is is really shown in the letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians today. That first line, I want to make, it says, God, live in a way that God makes you worthy of his calling. And I think that's really important because so many times we think about what we want to do. 
But this turns it around. What is the vocation that God wants us to find? And that's ultimately, I think, where we're going to find joy. And, and to remember not to be shaken out of our minds suddenly, like it says, by either a spirit or these letters or other things. You know, people back that time were expecting Christ's second coming very soon. But Paul warns them against being fooled by false teachings. And where have we seen that throughout history? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, and what he's referring to about this letter, um, you know, that was, and there really was, there was a letter circulating within that early Christian community, and it was declaring that the world was near an end, and they tried to make it look like the letter was written by St. Paul and his companions, and it was really making a big, a, a big stir. And so this reading is a good reminder that attempts to undermine the teachings of the church are nothing new. It's been happening for the past 2,000 years, and yet the Catholic Church is still alive and well. We should listen to these words of St. Paul and not allow those with ulterior motives to disturb our peace of mind or shake our faith in Christ's promise that he will send his Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit is with us and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And, and as we finish today in the Gospel of Luke, actually the story of Zacchaeus is the only time in scriptures that we find it. And it's here in Luke and boy, he was searching, wasn't he? Yeah, I want to start with this. There's a little quote from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and it tells us, the desire for God is written in the human heart because man is created by God and for God, and God never ceases to draw man to himself. Only in God will he find the truth and happiness that he never stops searching for. And so this reading tells us about Zacchaeus, a, a tax collector, and he's very wealthy, um, and he has everything. But in spite of his elevated social status and all his wealth, Zacchaeus was still unfulfilled. Even today, the story of Zacchaeus continues to play out. Every day we hear stories about people who've become disillusioned, unable to find true happiness in spite of all the glitter and glamour that the world has to offer, and they go in search of God to see who he is. And like Zacchaeus, they find that it was God who came in search of them. And the reality is, we are only able to search for God because he came first in search of us. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. Produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through moderndayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.